Welcome to Quick Consult, the podcast that addresses the questions you are most likely to ask or should ask in a consultation with an estate planning attorney. Welcome to Quick Consult. I'm your host, Sarah Josie, an estate planning attorney licensed to practice law in Virginia and North Carolina. Today, we are going to be discussing funeral arrangements. I always do my best to put the fun in funeral arrangements, so I'm going to start off today's discussion with a movie reference. So whenever I'm thinking about funeral arrangements and and drafting different ones for different clients, I always get this memory or this scene stuck in my head from that movie, Meet the Parents. Um, it was a really popular movie when it came out with Ben Stiller. And in this movie, Ben Stiller's character pops open a bottle of champagne and accidentally knocks over his fiance's grandmother's urn in front of the whole family. And it just shatters on the floor. Her ashes go everywhere. And the cat uses it as a restroom. So it's obviously a little bit of slapstick comedy um, for you. Um, But it is something that always gets me thinking about, you know, what would I want to happen to my body after death? Would I want to be kept in an urn like that? And if not, you know, I need to let my loved ones know. So although I plan to keep things pretty light throughout this discussion, I do understand that these decisions are really no laughing matter, but they are hard to talk about and they're definitely hard to think about. So bringing a little levity to the topic, I think can help you really get through the thought process. So if you can laugh a little bit, make some corny jokes about it a little bit, like putting the fun in funeral, um, then sometimes it can just help you get through the process of thinking about it, write it down, and then you don't have to think about it anymore. So with all of that in mind, let's start talking about what you need to be thinking about with your funeral arrangements. I find that some clients come to me and they either, or that when clients come to me, they are either in two different camps. One, they know exactly what they want to happen when they pass away, or the other camp where they have absolutely no idea and are really giving me any pushback of writing anything down. So I'm going to talk to you about the camp where people have a pretty good idea of what they want to happen, because maybe that will spark some ideas for you. So in this camp, I usually have military members. So these are individuals who are either currently serving or or served in the past, and they have a very specific location that they would like to be buried. Usually this is Arlington National Cemetery. Sometimes it's Quantico. Wherever that is, they are very specific about the location that they want to be. They usually have specific requests for military honors um, at the actual service um, or at the actual funeral. Um, So if you are a military member, including something like this within your instructions is a good idea so that the family knows that you do want to be remembered and honored in this way. Also within this camp is people who are very religious. Faith is a really important piece of their life. And they have very specific ideas about how they want to follow their faith in their funeral instructions. I see this a lot with my Muslim clients in particular. 
I also see this with Christian clients, including Catholic clients having an intention at Mass, for example, Jewish clients. So if the faith is something that's a pillar of, of your life and something that you really want to be honored, be sure that those, those instructions are written down. And if you have a faith that has very specific requirements that need to be followed, you know, some faiths say no cremation, no embalming, no marker at the grave, be buried in a certain direction, facing a certain direction, etc., then be sure that either those details are included within the instructions or the literature is provided in another very easily accessible form. So if your church, mosque, whatever has a website that we can point your family to that has those funeral instructions on there, we can use that. Or we can go ahead and just have them specifically written down so when your family comes to pick up your estate planning binder, they just have the one place that they're going. They have the funeral instructions right there. They pull them out. They know exactly what it is that you want, and they can follow through with those religious instructions, you know, immediately. Another group is those who want to have their bodies donated to science. So each state should have a state anatomical program I know, for example, Virginia definitely has one, North Carolina has one, where you can say, I want my whole body donated to science. And the state will pay for coming to get your body and returning your cremated remains back to your family. However, keep in mind that these anatomical programs typically do not accept every person or every body that is offered to the program. They have restrictions in place. Is this person too obese? Did this person have this certain disease? We're not going to accept them because of those reasons. So make sure that you read through your specific state's program, wh whose body are they going to accept, and then have a plan in place if they don't accept the body, right? If they don't accept it, then you do want to be buried, or if they don't accept it, then you want cremation. And just make sure that's written down after your instructions for a donation to that specific program. Another group is people who want eco-friendly burials. So these are individuals who maybe want to be most likely cremated or buried in a casket that that is a eco casket, so something that's going to uh, very quickly dissolve away so that their body can naturally decompose. And there's you there's different places that these individuals can be buried in a way that's not harmful to the environment, or you can be buried in a tree forest, you can become a certain type of tree, you can have a place where there's a small headstone for you and it's a beautiful piece of land with walking paths for your family to enjoy if they want to come visit things like that so there's a lot of eco-friendly burials now and if this is something that piques your interest I encourage you to take to google look into it a little bit more there's so much now that can be done it's good for you to do a, a little bit of your own research here. I don't typically say that for clients to do their own research, but when it comes to the, the funeral and how personal that is to you, I think it's a good idea for you to, to look into something like that and see what feels like it's best for you and, and what you would want to happen with your remains. 
So if hearing these specific camps didn't really fit with you, you know, you're not military, you're not very religious, you don't want to donate to science, eco-friendly is not really your thing. What I would say to you is at a minimum, have a sentence about, I want to be buried, period. I want to be cremated, period. The, this decision is really the biggest one that has to be made, and it has to be made fairly quickly after someone passes away. So even if your funeral instructions are just that one line, it's better than nothing, and it gives your family an idea of what your wishes are. And to go one step further, you might want to put something in there about whether or not you want a viewing, do you want a celebration, um, you know, what how do you want your family to mourn you or celebrate you after you pass away? When it comes to cremation versus burial, just some things to think about here. Cremation is likely the cheaper option and it's going to be more eco-friendly. It gives your family more options with what to do with your remains. So whether that's keep you in an urn like they did in Meet the Parents or scatter you or keep you interred in a cemetery. There's lots of different ways that you can be buried when you are cremated. Another thing to note here is that if you ever wanted to be buried with your pet, for example, or with a certain loved one, if you do this through cremation, it's pretty easy to do. You can keep the urn of your pet and when you die, your ashes can be combined with your pet if that's something that you want. And then, you know, scattered, buried, whatever you want after that. So that's actually something that's pretty common um, that I that I get asked to do on, on a pretty frequent basis there. Um, another thing to think about there too is um, when you are asking someone to scatter your ashes, for example, make sure that you have a discussion with them that it's done in a way that's compliant with local and federal law. A lot of people don't think about this, but you can't just dispose of human remains wherever you want to, and you can't just go onto someone's private land and dump a body, even if it is ashes, right? So be smart about that. Be thoughtful before making any sort of decisions as to where to scatter your loved ones or where to ask to be scattered. If you want to be buried and not cremated, this is the more traditional route, and it is typically more involved. So what I mean by that is you've, your loved ones, your estate, they're going to have to pay for the casket. There's typically a more traditional funeral, viewing, etc. And, of course, paying a cemetery or going into a cemetery for the burial to actually take place. So remember, your funeral arrangements can be adjusted at any time. So if your wishes change, you can easily update your funeral arrangements. So I would put down what's in your heart now and just know that if your values change in the future, which sometimes they do, it's simple, a very simple thing to do to update these funeral instructions. So I hope that you found these tips helpful, that it was somewhat fun to learn about your funeral arrangements, and I hope it gives you some good questions to ask your estate planning attorney. Until next time, I'm Sarah Josie, wishing you and your family all the best wishes in health and, of course, the best planning. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit selectlawpartners.com.
The information in this episode is provided for general informational purposes only and may not reflect the current law in your jurisdiction. You understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host or any select law partner's attorneys. No information contained in this episode should be construed as legal advice from the host or select law partners, nor is it intended to be a substitute for legal counsel on any subject matter.